I don't know about you, but when the pandemic started, did you kind of put off medical appointments or screening tests you should have had done? Uh, Maybe even last year when you needed to go to the doctor, you couldn't get in and perhaps your ailment escalated and became even a a life-threatening emergency. Uh, We've heard a lot about the challenges people are confronting with a health system in crisis, uh, which may well explain a startling increase in excess deaths last year. Now, new figures from the Actuaries Institute published today show that nearly 20,000 more people died in Australia in the last, well, sorry, in the first 11 months of last year than expected. Now, that's the highest number of excess deaths in decades. Naturally, uh, I know what you're thinking, half of those deaths were due to COVID-19, while the virus was a contributing factor in thousands more. But what about these other deaths? What's going on here? Karen Carter is from the COVID-19 Mortality Working Group at the Actuaries Institute. Uh, Welcome to you, Karen. How significant is this 20,000 excess deaths figure looking at, at Australia throughout the years? Oh, it's very significant. It's a very large number and not something that we would normally see um, in pre-pandemic times. Um, and if you think about the 2017 flu season um, that's sort of notoriously known as a bad flu season, um, our excess mortality for that year was around 1.5%. So to have a 12% excess is very significant. And as I mentioned, half of those deaths were due to COVID-19. So how do you explain the other half, another 10,000 deaths that were unexpected or in excess of usual statistics? So we had about a bit more than 10,000 that were people who died from COVID, where that was their underlying cause. There's around another 3,000 where COVID was a contributing cause to the death. So the person actually died of something that wasn't COVID, but COVID was definitely a factor in their death. Um, And then the remaining sort of third of that 20,000 deaths are from people who didn't have COVID on the death certificate at all. And we can't say hand on heart why we have those additional excess deaths. All we can do is look at what else we know was happening in society at the time, what's happened over the last few years. Um, We think that part of it could be, as you discussed in your introduction, people having delayed medical care, um, which has meant that their death um, has maybe been accelerated, or sorry, come earlier than what it would have otherwise. Um, We also also think that maybe there's some of those additional deaths because in 2022, when people were trying to access medical care for other reasons, our hospitals were either full of COVID patients or there weren't enough medical staff to treat people because the medical staff themselves were off with COVID. So we had a lot of pressure on the healthcare systems um, at various times during 2022 because of COVID and because of the, the return of flu to Australia. Is there any more detailed data about which state and territory had the most excess deaths? Do we know if there's some sort of regional health variation here? So we have had a look at the analysis by state and all of the states are fairly similar with the exception of the Northern Territory that has a very low excess, which is probably related to the fact that the population in the Northern Territory is very young on average compared to the rest of Australia. Um, But what we can see is that in Western Australia, there was a, with with their closed border, there was a delay in um, the COVID deaths that we have seen in WA. So there there were basically no COVID deaths (laughs) um, while the border was still closed. 
Um, but th for the other states, broadly, the, uh, the deaths from COVID and excess deaths in total are quite similar. So what about these non-COVID-related deaths? I mean, deaths from heart disease, uh, you know, diabetes, they were also between 8 and 17% higher than expected. Does this point back to just the unwillingness or uh, inability to get proper medical attention? It could be that. Or the other thing it could be is um, people who have had COVID and have, are subsequently dying of things like heart attack, diabetes, strokes, all things that studies show are linked to COVID um, and mortality from those causes of death subsequent to COVID is higher uh, than if you hadn't had COVID. So that's, that's another factor that could be driving these excess deaths that they're not actually... Um, people who've died during the acute phase of their COVID infection, but COVID has impacted them such that they're dying subsequently in larger numbers than they would have otherwise. Uh, periods of high COVID deaths had also corresponded with excess non-COVID deaths. Does this mean that people died because the hospital system was overburdened in caring for patients during spikes of the virus? Again, we can't say hand on heart, but that's sort of what, what it would indicate to me, mm. yeah. And look, it might be easy to look at these stats and just see them as that and just numbers. But of course, these are real people, mums, dads, grandparents, etc. Uh, people who had their own lives and their family. What should people's main takeaway be from this, listening to this now? Should governments be casting a, a key and eye over these stats? And what's your message to them? I think for me, the main thing that comes out of it is that COVID is not by any means over. <laughs> um, there are obviously significant numbers of people died in, the, in 2022 and that's likely to continue into 2023. COVID is a new cause of death that is going to be with us for however many years. <laughs> I, I think it will be around forever unless we end up with some kind of um, sterilising vaccine. So I, I guess my, my main takeaway is that we still need to be keeping up to date with our vaccinations. Vaccines wane o as over time, and so it's important to stay up to date with those vaccines. If you are um, visiting vulnerable people or going to places where there, might, there may be vulnerable people to mask up, to stay home if you're unwell, particularly if you have COVID, um, all those messages that our health authorities have been repeating to us for years now. They still are in very, very important messages. Uh, and probably the, only, the other thing would be ventilation. I think we need to have a higher focus on good ventilation in Australian buildings. Yeah, that certainly seems to be something that's been overlooked uh, as the COVID waves have somewhat subsided. But as you rightly point out, it's not over yet. Actuary Karen Cutter, appreciate your time this afternoon. Thanks very much. Listen to more great stories that take you beyond the headlines. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.